I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which started in a small studio in Chicago, Illinois. We've grown quite a bit since then. And have gained a reputation for being at the forefront of the newest trends while staying true to our legacy of classic styling and quality workmanship. Thanks for joining us. We, we really didn't, though. <laughs> we didn't what? Stay true? <laughs> no, we did not stay true. Yeah, we started in Chicago. You thought I was going to say that. No, a lot of people don't realize that. But we definitely did not stay true to our legacy of classic styling. No, God, no. We are whatever, whichever way the wind blows. We got unlike, so modern. Unlike the good people at Florsheim Shoe. Florsheim. Florsheim. The, for With people the, who think Red Wings is, is just a little too fancy. That's right. <laughs> too modern. Just too, too modern. Mm, too, too hipster. Pushing the envelope. Flor- Red can, Wings. That's what the beatniks wear. That's right. Get yourself some Florsheims and look like all of the men from the 30s who lived in chicago who lived in chicago yeah oh but they sense. come in blue now that must have been a fight <gasps> what a betrayal of their classic styling a betrayal uh well if you saw someone with floorsheim shoes you might say that was a beige flag <laughs> this is <laughs> a everything i don't even know when i already love it <laughs> this is a tiktok trend uh it started back in may and it plays off like "Ooh, that's a red flag mm-hmm. uh which of course then gave rise to green flag if your significant other is or potential significant other i suppose is doing something that you you like there's the red flag oh i probably shouldn't date this person green flag oh i'm very interested the beige flag is just the thing that's sort of boring like but it's not quirky. bad enough to be a red flag, but it's also not necessarily a good thing. Oh, this is hysterical. Here are some excellent examples. Uh, my boyfriend's beige flag is that he's so unbothered. He never asks for details. <laughs> his best friend broke up with his girlfriend. Why? He didn't ask. His sister got a new job. Where? He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's oh, beige God. flag is that he has a book downloaded on his phone that he only reads at the airport. He's been reading the same book for five years. My husband's beige flag is that he is obsessed with learning new public transit systems. On vacation in a new city and ready to order an Uber to dinner from the hotel? Absolutely not. We're taking the Piccadilly line, three stops to the Circle Line with a four-minute walk. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is amazing. So it's like a thing that's like not – it's not – it's neither great nor a deal breaker. It's just a thing that they do. Yeah, it's a thing that they do that's maybe a little weird, but yeah. not offensive or bad or wrong. So yeah. it, it's not a green flag because you're not like, oh, that's cool. But it's also not bad enough to be a red flag. Like, that's weird. Maybe they, maybe I'm not in- interested. 
Right, exactly. Oh my God, beige flag. That's incredible. I love this. Obviously, everybody on the internet argues with each other as soon as you post something that you say is a beige flag. Yeah, but that must be part of the fun. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Good one. Really good. (laughs) Now, there's a song too right now that's out that's called Red Flags that now I have in my head. Uh And I'm Uh, sure there's a parody already made called Beige Flags that we just haven't searched for far enough to find yet but i, bet I absolutely okay so this is super funny because i also feel like if you were to meet someone and be interested in them you might find yourself saying it's kind of a beige flag what a plant dad he is oh uh, plant dad what is plant dad plant dad is men who are really into house plants because <laughs> house because you're man, total beige flag you're right First of all, it is the best beige flag ever. It's like completely perfect. Like he's a 10 and kind of a plant daddy. (laughs) Which isn't a bad thing. Which isn't a bad thing. But wow, do we have a lot of plants and talk about it a lot. Mm. That's like the perfect beige flag. And I can't sometimes, sometimes I just sit back and marvel at the part that time so long ago when we restarted this podcast and I was like becoming a plant. Like crazy plant, plant lady. person. Yeah. Crazy plant lady is a thing. And I still have all the plants that I bought, except one. I did kill one when I decided to become a plant lady to like field trip that because the plant thing has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And now forget about crazy plant ladies. It's all about plant dads and plant daddies. Plant daddy. So much so about time. that there was even a Jimmy Fallon and Andy Samberg plant dad song uh, two months ago. On the Tonight Show. Well, then that actually means, and that's pre-strike. Uh, that yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, the Tonight Show. Um, I rem- I remember those days when there were that Tonight happens. Shows. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so, side jag. One of my sister's uh, most memorable moments when she visited me in L.A. last week was seeing a picket line up close. She's like, that was oh, so cool. I got to I see bet. history. I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. That is kind of cool. Uh, like, that is wild. Uh, but yeah, if if they're doing it on The Tonight Show, it's a New York thing. Not just a mm-hmm. New York thing, but it's it's made it to New York. And as we all know, if you make it there, you make it anywhere. Anywhere. Exactly. Hold on. I got to gotta find a... I sent it. I sent there's one that I follow on Instagram that I sent to a friend whose like name I can't remember because basically it's just all about like the, his muscles and and he's a plant dad <laughs> and he's a plant dad. <laughs> I was so like, what this qualifies what qualifies a plant dad is multiple plants, right? Yeah, and definitely. and interest in talking about them, right? Hmm. Hmm. Possibly even to the exclusion of all other topics. Yeah, that starts to that starts to go from beige to red if you're not careful. It could. It if definitely you, yeah. could. Yeah. This guy's um, Instagram name is, in fact, Plant Daddy Koss. <laughs> like, this is the extent to which Plant Daddy is just a total. I would even argue I'm less comfortable saying daddy all the you know, like it's like, ha ha ha. But mm. really, what they mean is they're plant daddies. And a lot yeah. of times they're also hot. I mean, like, this guy's hot. That can be true of a lot of dads, I suppose. Which even seems plant to be. Dads. One of the things that he's going for. I'll just draw. I'll just I would imagine the person who's going to be popular enough on Instagram to turn a few heads would be fair of face. Plant daddy. <laughs> fair of face plant daddy. Plant daddy. Has, plant dads. Has, that is a great has, one. He has two streams on his uh, Instagram, fitness and plants. So there you go. That's the, you know, like the ideal. But yeah, like it is. Dads are into plants. 
Turns out. So wait a minute. If you pretend you're into plants, like I suddenly my conspiratorial mind was like, it's a fitness guy who jumped on the plant train. Does he really take care of his plants? And if he doesn't, but he pretends he does, is he plant fishing? (laughs) You're amazing. (laughs) Dude, plant the insane thing is how well plant fishing would totally work on me. I'd be like, oh, Oh, I totally got plant fished by this guy. Oh, that's amazing. And it turned out he can't even keep a succulent alive. Uh, amazing. Plant ads. Certified. Plant ads. So good. So Print good. Uh, way better than my next one, uh, which is really just underlining the trend as it dies. Ah, the grimace okay. shake. The whole yeah. fascination with grimace. The purple taste bud. Uh, who was part of McDonaldland in the 70s and has, through McDonald's marketing, made a major rebound. Although I think he had a little bit of an underground following that McDonald's noticed and took advantage of. It was pretty smart mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. like, hey, let's take that internet trend and blow it up. Because uh, they did Grimace's birthday. It wasn't even like a milestone birthday. It was like, what, his 43rd or something? Yeah. Uh, and and they did the Grimace shake. Everybody wanted the Grimace shake. And this finally struck me as like, oh my, I need to mention this on It's a Thing because... We went to a McDonald's on a whim yesterday, and as we were driving up, we saw the big ad for the Grimace Shake, and Eileen and I are like, we should get one. We're here. This is this was not planned. We're just, you know, de- deciding to be bad and eat chicken McNuggets. Let's order the Grimace Shake. Unavailable. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, we haven't had it for like four days. It's sold out. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible because you could have done that weird TikTok thing where you get the Grimace shake and then you like yep. pretend to be dead yeah. or something. And yeah. then or the Grimace shake out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're poisoned by the evil Grimace. I'm not. I mean, I'm I I'm glad you brought it up now because it's critical mass media wise. Mm-hmm. Suggests it could be on the way out, but it's still like it is going. It might have a long enough tail to, yeah. to stick around, but the uh the the big the big push, let's say. I mean, the Grimace shakes are sold out. And there it wasn't like, come back tomorrow. It was like, yeah, we've been out for four days. I don't think he's we're getting like, I don't think we're getting them again. It now, by the way, is um in Skyrim. The Grimace like shake is today. in Skyrim? Wow. Yeah, as of today. So <laughs> it's possible. So it's not dead. It's possible that it's peaking. Yeah. Which I is me- that's day. what I meant to say. Uh, right. Exactly at the right time, I'm letting you know about the Grimace shake trend there you go wow amazing these tiktokers you just never know what they're gonna do um well then my second thing is uh hopefully on time and hard to say if it's going to how long it's gonna stick so i'm just gonna put a pin in it now which is the password game oh my god yes (laughs) okay good so 2022 was wordle (laughs) <laughs> and 2023 is freaking the password game which references wordle <laughs> which references wordle like maybe it's i don't think it's by the same creator no no it's not no 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 it's not it's different no, if it's, it's it's the same kind of creator it's a developer same kind exactly. who was a, a who had a whim but instead of being covid inspired like wordle this was inspired by frustrations with having to choose a new password right which is so freaking real. The thing where you're trying to create a password. And then it's like, ooh, I'm sorry, you needed a special character. Ooh, but not that one. 
Oh, you don't have enough numbers. Oh, <laughs> you need a capital letter, but not two capital letters. Oh, wait a second. It's not long enough. No, it's too long. And they all like get a standard. Okay. So and you have to identify this picture. It's a, it's like part captcha, part strengthening your password. Yeah. Dear God almighty. So he has now created the password game, which asks you to create a password and then keeps adding specifications and maps, map, maths, math, <laughs> math comes in. And then you have to like, you have to get today's wordle in there. And it's just like, it is. <laughs> I think at this point, like no one, he can't defeat it. No one has defeated it to my knowledge. You just keep entering. Yeah. And he had to hard code all this. So there must be an end somewhere. I guess so. It is unbelievable. And people are just posting about it constantly and spending hours and hours. I think at this point, the goal just might be to see how many, like my son and I got to 42 and then we. Wow. That's pretty high. So you got past the chess puzzle then. Uh, I don't think we got past the chess puzzle. I don't remember. Yes, we did get past the chess puzzle. I think puzzle. that's like 16 or something. I'm already up to rule seven just while we've been talking. Your password oh must God. include a Roman numeral. Your password must include one of our sponsors. Yeah, then we had to look up all the Roman numerals. <laughs> the Roman numerals in your password should multiply to 35. Uh-huh, exactly. We had to have that whole talk. I mean, we learned a lot in the process. The chess one was really fun. Yeah, that one. Uh, you, the chess one, actually, that might be where we had to give up. And I was like, this thing is a liar because those are good moves. <laughs> and that might have finally defeated me. And I was like, I have to work. Honey. Have Your to password to must include today's Wordle answer, which uh-huh. is always different. Depending so it changes on every time. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't just like, you can't just leave the password game open. Yeah. And try to come back to it days later. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. And then when you add in new math or like a number, then you got to go back because you had to have the numbers add up to whatever, whatever. Oh, man. And then the leap year thing. And then you just have to keep like reducing the leap year until the math works out. And if today's Wordle answer has a V in it and you used V as one of your Roman numerals, then suddenly they don't multiply anymore. The answers ruin the previous answers. It is unbelievable. (laughs) It is phase of the moon. In emoji form. In emoji form. I forgot it was a. Emo- oh, I give up. Rule thirteen. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not looking that up. I mean, it is. Yeah, this is it. This is the. This is the summer. I love this though. I love this concept. I love the idea that this developer was creating a new password. And that it was doing that thing where it's like, oh, uh, you need a capital letter. Oh, you need this. And he was like, oh, my God, I, I this is like a nightmare. I should make a game mm-hmm. that just plays on this and exaggerates it to hilarious effect. And everyone gets it. Everybody everyone is get, like, right. oh, yeah. Like everyone who uses a computer gets it. Right. It's not even just a like, oh, the the cognoscenti of the Internet with their special thing. No, this is like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, I've been through this hell before. I totally yeah. get it. And yet I will continue to do that as a game because i am not smart (laughs) (laughs) because i still think i could win i believe someday it's gonna happen uh well i want to check back in on a thing that was noted by matt in minnesota back on january 7th 2022 or at least we read his email on january 7th 2022 uh because i was at my cousin's birthday party this weekend and all the uh, they're not kids they're in their 20s but all all the young folk were watching formula 1 ooh 
Yeah. And they all knew about it. This was not a like, oh, that this one person, like the birthday girl is into, no, this was, everybody knew about it. In fact, a few of the people were like, well, I don't really follow it, but Zach does. So I, I kind of know this driver and that, like, it was like, oh, wow. Cause I know no one. Right. <laughs> I know, I know Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lewis. Shoot. Verstappen? Um, is that a is that a driver? I don't know. I only know. I, yeah, I, the, I, I know the Lewis one. I know when I see them. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a driver. Um mm-hmm. they were not only watching it, they were watching it on delay. Oh it was the dang. Austrian Grand Prix. And there was an argument at one point when it was time to serve food, whether they should pause while they served food or let it play. Damn. Yeah. Formula damn, One. Damn, man. damn. Formula One. Also, I just got a breaking news alert that Threads is in fact live. What? Uh-huh. That's a little early there, Meta. I'm not saying that I may have downloaded it just now. <sighs> Meta, what are you doing to me? You could just know. put it out tomorrow morning like you said you were gonna do, so that suddenly my thing is not stupid jerks. although i already i already had it pre-downloaded so yeah i'm in see, you're already there you're already there <laughs> um i have incredibly two thing follow-ups oh my god this is so easy to set up i'm sorry no i just did it i'm done I like, i'm in i'm I, already getting threads like i have <laughs> this is so smart you want to keep your username yeah you want to follow yeah. the same people you follow on instagram like totes actually yeah because you already know that and those are people i like yep. um so and it was like, do you want me to just pre-fill the bio and the link from your Instagram bio? I, I do. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I have a feed that's full of things that people wrote. I know. And it's just like the people I know yeah, already. Like I mean, Jason this Howell is, and it, Gruber. And- <laughs> it is over. Like, you don't understand. Everything else is over. <laughs> like, we had such a fun time for five minutes on Blue Sky. It is done now. <laughs> done, done, done. Done. So, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Done. Hi, don't want to get. I guess you win. Is I threads you win. Threads. That's my first thread post. No, that's, I want that to be my first thread post. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then I've got all these people following me now. Gord McLeod, Yaniv, all these people are like, like just pilot. Everybody's piling in. Yep. Look at this. They're wow. everywhere. Here's Ray Dalio. Here's Reshma Sojani. Oh, Shakira's on here because it's freaking Instagram. Like, there's no waiting for people to show up and then trying to figure out what their dot blue. Th- it's th- it's, it's over. So smart. Oh man! Hey, you Zuckerberg, you win. Well, this is Moseri. Like it might be Zuckerberg's it idea. Is. You're not wrong, but Moseri is the the is sailing this ship, and he's doing a really. He is a good genius. Job. I mean, he really has like been pretty flawless. Not even gonna lie. Well done, Amazon. Oh, and I'm getting well people done. responding to the post. That never happened on Blue Sky or Mastodon no, when I first started. it never happens. I'm getting people like, oh, yeah, I guess they do win already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is. I can't wait to post wild. my podcast on here. People might even see it. <laughs> Unlike the other places. That wait, I, I can post a thing and people will, will know it's there. Wait, it did might it come, happen. Did it come to Android? I'm checking. And by the way, friends, yes, we are derailed because you know what? Threads is a thing. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> there it is. Installing it on Android now. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. Nice, fast install. I did not pre pre uh, download the Android, I didn't but, either. It, but it, it, it installed really fast. I didn't pre-install either. I mean, I literally did all of that while Tom was doing the thing check on Formula One, which I was listening to. But and also, now I got a, a, a notification on my watch because I allowed notifications. Oh, damn. We sent oh, yeah. a notification to the trusted device because I'm, I'm logging in. Oh, this may be exhausting, which is that all of the things that I – oh, no. Yeah, it's so it's uh, be careful with the uh, activity thing because it's just showing the people who followed you. And then I accidentally just like followed a rando because it automatically refreshed while I was trying to follow Rich. Oops. Sorry. Sorry, guy. Immediate unfollow. Okay. 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 Back to the show. Um. So there I am at the county fair this weekend, not tweeting or blue skying, but I am posting pictures to Instagram because that's where I live now. And my friend is talking about her son and this, uh, we were talking about croissants and she's like, yeah, we got these really good Costco croissants. And I don't even remember how this came up. She's like, but the next thing I know, I, he looks over, I look over and he's like, he's flattened them and he's like trying <gasps> to fry them in a pan or something. And it's like all blackened because he's like screwed it up and he's like, I scraped off the black part. And then he made like a ham and cheese sandwich out of it. And I was like, I almost couldn't breathe. I was like, it's a thing. You're it's, doing a thing. it's a thing. It's a TikTok thing. It's like a whole food. And she was like, oh, thank God. That made me feel so much better. <laughs> because they did- I could not figure out what the hell he was doing. <laughs> She's like, why is he ruining these perfectly good croissants? <laughs> That's hilarious. It was amazing. And then the second follow-up thing that I can't even remember if I mentioned. Yeah, I think I was like, it's a thing that it's going to be Tinto, Tinto de Verano. The uh, oh, right. New York Times cooking up drink. Yeah. So I made it for 4th of July and it was a huge hit and it was incredible. And then I saw, no joke, two other people posting about it on Blue Sky. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Being like, this was the drink of the party. Everybody loved it. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yep, freaking New York Times cooking. And this. like, say what you will about Blue Sky. There are people who know things on Blue Sky. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a finger on the pulse kind of location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I had two amazing follow-ups. I maintain Tinto de, de Verano is the drink of the summer. And I personally am in love with it. And it's amazing with non-alcoholic wine. Also, never turn never turn on notifications. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, you're all you're I crazy. All I have is notifications from threats. Oh, no. It's, it's my life. Yeah, now. it's a, it's going to be exhausting for a minute or two. Anyway, sure. con- uh, congrats on the double thing confirmation in real life. That's amazing. Fun. So fun. I can't believe that. I mean, the the like croissant thing. Incredible. Let us get to your things. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Avala wrote in with some Enneagram thoughts. Hi, Molly, Rich, and Tom. I wanted to give some additional context to the Enneagram. This is a personality typing system that has been very popular in liberal and progressive Christian theology for several years. It's more spiritually inclined than Myers-Briggs, but less woo-woo than astrology. The types are based on personal motivation, and the teachings focus on how to break destructive habits, both to yourself and those around you, with an emphasis on meditation and prayer practices. It also promotes understanding that the way you think and approach the world is different from others, and knowing their number can help you understand their perspective. On a different note, claw clips. (laughs) 
<laughs> See, this is what I love about our audience. Ala <laughs> is like, let me give you like a very educated background uh, and and help you understand a little more about Enneagram. Also, claw clips. <laughs> Uh, this part of the 90s are back. I've seen many people wearing them locally as well as while traveling this spring and summer. Small ones, big ones, holding up hair, clipped to bags. There are so many styles and colors out there. I know it isn't new, but I think we may have hit peak claw clip this summer due to the ubiquity of them as well as backlash against claw clips for being dangerous if you're wearing one while driving and get into a car accident and links to an independent UK story, which has resulted in seeing ads for flat clips that are presumably safer to wear while driving. Thanks for always keeping me up to date on things while I meal prep. Ah, Avila, you're the best. <laughs> that is incredible. Um, yeah, you could really tell the difference between like today's kids and the way that we were raised because nobody gave a crap if our claw clips broke the back of our skulls open in the <laughs> <No>. car. <laughs> we called them banana clips, but I like uh, I like claw clips. All right. And then uh, thanks to everyone who wrote in on the origins of spoon theory. Jen, the librarian, Rob from North Yorkshire, England, and Sarah wrote in on it. Rob's email sums it up nicely. Its origin seems to be an American called Christine Miserando, who wrote an article in 2003 about how she had used this as a way to explain to a well friend what it's like to have to plan everything when you have lupus or other illnesses or conditions. A few years later, it was picked up in particular by the autistic and wider neurodiverse communities, and we've been using spoons as a way of explaining and understanding how certain activities are more wearing on us than others. Quite a lot of us grasp this concept very easily, and being able to quantify in this way really helps in addressing autistic burnout and meltdowns. If you're aware that some things use more spoons, let's say a job interview, you can try to plan the rest of your day to make sure you arrive with enough spoons to cope. It's interesting to see something that's come originally from someone with a chronic condition, been adopted by others, including autistics, and now, 20 years later, becoming a thing more widely. That's incredible. This was so fun to learn. This was so cool to learn. And uh, big, big thanks to everybody who wrote in. But Rob uh, really appreciated the way that, that you put that together for us to understand. That is incredible. Yeah, I absolutely love this. That's amazing. Thank you so much. It it reminds me of uh in in dealing with my own anxiety once I, one of the doctors I was seeing uh told me to think of my anxiety like a pool. Mm-hmm. You know, there were like there are days or maybe it wasn't a pool, maybe it was the ocean. I don't remember, but it was water levels that changed. And he's like there's some days where you're full. And, and so you can't take much more. And those days, that's when things feel worse than they are. And then other, other days, there hasn't been much rain and it's shallow and you, you can deal with a little more anxiety. He's like, yeah. don't expect it to always be the same. That was so helpful. And I can see why the spoons thing would be incredibly helpful in, in this uh, arena as well. Yeah. Well, and I just, I love the idea of quantifying your capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever it is, you know, like it's really and it is just super simple and amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Matt wrote in with a potential email thing. Hi, Molly, Tom and Rich. Remember back several months before GDPR went live years ago when every other email <laughs> in our inboxes was a benign email that you deleted immediately advising of an updated privacy policy from every digital service imaginable? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I'm not suggesting I'm seeing this scale of these emails again, but I'm definitely experiencing an update, an uptick in updated privacy policy emails coming in. Is this a thing, something brewing out there writ large? Mm. I don't 
see this myself, Matt, but there is the Digital Marketing Act and the Digital Services Act going in place in Europe. So there may be a more European-oriented thing going on that's affecting you. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I have seen a few more. Maybe it's just summer when everybody gets to it because they're yeah. not doing other stuff. But good question. I'll, I'll keep There have been a rash of people updating in. privacy policies, though. Google like made minor changes to theirs and everybody freaked out. Like, yeah. <gasps> they're scraping the world for AI. I'm like, their terms already said that before. They just used the <laughs> word AI instead of language model. <laughs> yeah, you're like, to be clear, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's happening. <laughs> that was already happening. And they admitted they happening. They just used different words this time. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fascinating. All right. I'm going to keep an eye out though. Good, good. Yeah. Um, good one. Yeah. Good spot. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support the show. We are so grateful to those of you who keep us on the air every single week. And especially to those of you who support the show at the shout out level, because it allows us to do the following <laughs> shout you out specifically with a variety of unexpected references, such as this week. Shoutouts from the essay, The Significance of Surface, The Vital Role of Finishing Work in Silversmithing Practice from <laughs> the Vessel. <laughs> of course. Um, Obviously. Who among us hasn't been or known a silversmith at one point in their lives? And just thought, you know, they could have done a little more finishing here. <laughs> it's just a little rough. Don't tarnish Rich's shoutouts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he does it, and I don't know where he so finds good. it. And we so are so good. freaking grateful. All right. Uh, I'll kick us off today. Laura Abel operates in the landscape between art, design, and practice. My practice involves everything from producing traditional Jake Woods for folk costumes, developing my own AJ Venturellas, creating Valor Trucks collections designed by Joe Hood, and custom-made Kevin Sills, as well as recycling and repairing old James C. Smiths. This is, of course, not a standard. Every craft artist has their own Gabrielle Cohen. But still, Professor Benjamin Forrest highlights this balance between several sometimes conflicting interests and the connection to Andrew Bradley, as well as materiality as the core of traditional Lee Pricemanship. Based on the notion that the objectifying of Mike Aiken's land and materials is fundamentally problematic in terms of sustainable development, I have built my research on post-Morris Jones perspectives and the spatial turn in science. This ontological baseline acknowledges and values different types of Eric Duncan systems and the fact that location and relations to humans, as well as the more-than-Louis-Saint-Amour world, influence my perspective. <laughs> I mean, how could you be more than Louis Sedamore? I'm just saying. How could but, you be? The, uh, the traditional Lee Pricemanship, I think, really mm, just mm -hmm. chef's And the quote-unquote Gabriel Cohen. <laughs> the quote-unquote. Everyone has their, their own, own quote-unquote. Gabriel Cohen. Gabriel Cohen. Uh, no, everyone doesn't. We do. Suck at other podcasts. I mean, Vessel Magazine is a treasure trove that I had no idea could possibly exist. Other podcasts are lazy with their shoutouts. I'm just saying, and that includes my other podcasts. Like, this yeah. is the best one ever. <laughs> this is the best one ever. Sincerely, thank you so, 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 so much for supporting the show. It's the, the best thing we do all week, and it's all because of you. 
If you join the show as a member, patreon.com slash it's a thing, you'll get an ad-free RSS feed, and you can chat along with us when we record live in our Discord. And don't forget, we've got affiliate links. If you're looking to shop, buy some plants, go to it's a thing.me slash shop. You can also email us your things for us to read on the show. Feedback at it's a thing.me. See you next week. Bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.